for instance, you load the board, uh, you select uh, some uh, dozens of net and run electrical rule checking based on, on um, analysis in SimViewer, and you immediately see uh, what the impedances of your interconnect everywhere, including vehicles. Hi everyone, it's Judy Warner. Welcome back to this week's Ecosystem Podcast. I have a leading expert that you're really going to enjoy this week, who is Dr. Yuri Slepnev, who's the president and founder of Symbarian. Yuri is a leading expert in EMI and signal integrity simulation, particularly for high-speed digital and uh, analog high-frequency um, interconnects. And he's going to talk to us about some exciting updates he's had on his tool, Symbior. In this tool, he will explain all the new things they've done to improve the user experience and to uh, put so much automation in place that really can make you a signal integrity and EMI expert without having to go through that sharp learning curve. With the push of a button, he's really made it accessible to everyone. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. And before I jump into our conversation, please remember to like, subscribe, and become part of our engineering community at thedoubleecosystem.com. Now let's jump into our conversation with Dr. Yuri Slepnev. Hi, Yuri. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. I'm delighted to have you. Hi, Judy. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a while since we've had a, a chance to talk, and, and recently on LinkedIn, I saw you had some pretty exciting updates to Symbior, so I wanted to share you with my guests on a hopefully a little bit larger scale. So why don't you start out with a brief introduction of who you are, what your background is, and then tell us about Symbarian and particularly Symbior. Okay, thank you. Um... I'm president and uh, founder of Symbarian. Um, well, uh, we founded uh, Symbarian in uh, 2006, but uh, before this, I worked uh, with uh, for uh, Mentor Graphics and uh, on um, integrity tools over there. And before this, I worked for Eagle Corporation, Rift and Microwave Analysis. Uh, and uh, micro um, electromagnetic analysis of rep and microwave um, tools. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, uh, Symbarian uh, was started with um, basically uh, one idea to make electromagnetic software for signal integrity engineers. And if you remember 2006, uh, there was no such software. There was software mm -hmm. for RF and microwave applications uh, for antenna applications and so on, but not for signal integrity. Mm. So from the beginning, it was a tool, um, kind of with the electromagnetic foundation, but for signal integrity engineers. So um, uh, I guess we um, kind of um, build this foundation, and it was the first uh, um, kind of... Um, uh, one of the one of the first things that uh, were introduced in Symbior since 2006, we had a kind of chain of uh, new things introduced into in industry, recognized by some words like design vision, and um, I, I I put a list of uh, things that we did uh, were new for the industry, 
in my last uh, paper uh, called uh, Flawless Interconnect Design with Symbior Software. Um, Where is that published, Jerry? I'd like to share that uh, with the uh, It was published by PCB007, okay. uh, but also available uh, one version, latest version of it, uh, available at our website. Um, it's uh, application note section. So okay. that's... Uh, so um, where are you now with the Symbior? I, um, tell us, I mean, you talked about the EMI and signal integrity, but talk a little bit more in depth about, um, you know, since you started till now, what kind of problems does it solve for engineers and really who, who's it for? Well, uh, that's a good question. We always kind of all the way from uh, beginning till now, we are always trying to figure out who is this tool for, what is this tool, <laughs> uh, what problems does it solve. So back then it was, uh, the challenge was 10 gigabit per second uh, and um, only signal integrity, serious signal integrity practitioners were designing those 10 gigabit per second uh, links. Um, but now data rates and PCBs are well over 10 gigabit per second. You take any uh, signaling standard, uh, PCI, Ethernet, uh, OEF, and so on, even DDR is over 10 gigabit per second. Everything mm -hmm. is uh, kind of over 10, and some of them are close to 100 and over 100 gigabit per second. So right. that's the problem. Uh, the problem is... Um, basically designed based on some rules, simply geometrical, uh, doesn't work anymore at those data rates and uh, all those signal distortions from reflection, dissipation, crosstalk, and uh, they cause uh, degradation of a signal up to the point of failure. Essentially, mm -hmm. if you uh, design now something that 30 gigabit per second uh, and didn't use tools for this and it turned product on it and it works it's just pure luck so it's yeah it's um it was difficult to make um interconnect better 10 gigabit per second but uh, 30 gigabit it's very easy to make them wrong and that basically is a problem we're trying to solve uh, with symbior uh, kind of compliance analysis and uh, interconnect optimization basically to um, to verify uh, compliance to specific uh, signaling standards. So it's, uh, uh, I would say um, we started as an electromagnetic, uh, started Symbior as electromagnetic signal activity tool. Now it's uh, turned into electromagnetic compliance verification tool with the last uh, Two releases and especially in the last release it turned into electromagnetic compliance verification tool uh, basically uh, all you need to make sure that uh, things connected in your schematic like uh, fpga with some memory chip um, and laid out with your layout software then uh, they actually they will actually work so uh, okay that, so that, do you do these simulations at the board level exactly the... yes okay. um, all the late all our latest efforts are in um basically making the post layout process as easy as possible so compliant okay. or not uh, uh, one question we have to answer 
for each uh, high-speed uh, standard. Um, essentially, uh, the last version was um, we achieved that um, with a couple of clicks of uh, from import of uh, ODB or other some other formats uh, into Symbior to complete to to uh, pass fail um, analysis at the end. So with with the electromagnetic analysis uh, in between at each stage uh, of um, so essentially uh, Symbior is um, in the beginning uh, it was uh, built on top of electromagnetic analysis technology. So we we didn't know what technology needed to uh, answer right. question pass fail and the reason is simple there was no industry um, um, like um, if you take uh, high speed signal now uh, was uh, running at uh, 30 gigabit per second 112 gigabit per second it requires analysis uh, almost from dc to uh, frequencies at uh, microwave bandwidths and millimeter bandwidths. Right. And none of such problems existed in RF and microwave. So from the beginning, right. we start kind of uh, research and development. Basically, what it takes to do accurate analysis of such interconnects up to 50 gigahertz and now up to 70 and high gigahertz. Uh, and the result was a kind of set of tools and symbols that uh, basically supports the process uh, in, in, and give you accurate answer at the end. Um, and, but uh, a few years ago, at, uh, um, when um, this uh, COVID uh, and self-isolation started, um, we realized that we have now kind of very established set of tools, the foundation uh, that we can use to build uh, uh, tools for average PCB designers, not for signal mm. integrity engineers only. Right. And with signal integrity engineers, they are also not really familiar with electromagnetic analysis. They require mm. some kind of um, encapsulation of electromagnetic tools uh, or isolation. Uh, but with uh, layout engineers, we encountered uh, that they need the uh, answer faster and they don't have time and, and desire to learn uh, signal integrity. So, so we start planning uh, uh, kind of how to build the tool for those uh, PCB developers um, average. Um, so it required acceleration of everything, starting from geometry import, geometry uh, conversion into models, uh, uh, analysis, uh, acceleration of electromagnetic analysis, and simplification of interface. Uh, just keep everything that is important for a particular signal standard within one environment. So that's that started around 2020. And now with the last release we're basically uh finishing this development um kind of uh with um, um with this uh, signal integrity compliance analyzer was automatic check of pass fail of compliance metrics uh, from uh, pretty much all uh, signaling standards that's so basically where we are when 
when we first got acquainted, I was at Altium and Altium and Symbio were working together. And um, <clears throat> one thing I remember being impressed by your tool as compared to some others was that it's physics-based and there's a lot of mathematics and that it was quite accurate. And particularly, I remember Eric Bogatin coming to me when Symbior had some integrations with Altium. He's like, this is really good. <laughs> like, you know, what I model and what comes out is like almost dead on. And he was using it with some of his students. And I was sort of glad to get that real world feedback. And um, so now since 2020, you're saying that now you can simply take your ODB++ and run it through this very powerful software and get a pass-fail, and you don't have to spend years learning about EMI nope. and signal integrity. It's, it's like signal integrity modeling for everybody. Exactly. That's, um, that's what our kind of goal now uh, is uh, to make it accessible to uh, well uh, all the PCB designers that do, do not care basically about signal integrity they do not want to learn it they just need uh, pass fail and um, well um, and, uh, and another thing is uh, as soon as it fails we help them with our tools to find and pinpoint the problem Okay. What is the location of the problem? And then, uh, basically, um, Simbior doesn't automatically fix the problems. Uh, right. So far. <laughs> but uh, knowing where the problem is coming from, so is it uh, dissipation losses or reflection, design of some views, design of some um, component um uh, co component breakout uh, structures and um, all crosstalk. Uh, Symbior helps to uh, find those problems, and then we provide some advices on how to generic advices how to fix it, and then you can go in and uh, do a V optimization, for instance, and Symbior, and get back into layout tool, uh, fix it, get layout back, and check it again versus compliance metrics. So the last stage obviously requires some skills that, that when it fails. <laughs> right. But what um, I like about what you're saying, Yuri, is that actually there's some learning that's happening that may go forward into their next designs because Symbior is actually teaching them where to look for potential. Is that, have you gotten some feedback on that or what what has well, been absolutely. your experience in regards to sort of that debugging function absolutely we've got uh, very good feedback uh, and um, some some uh, kind of customers i made with uh, what they can see now with symbiote for instance you load the board uh you select uh, some uh, dozens of net and run electrical room checking based on on um analysis in Symbior, and you immediately see uh, what the impedances of your interconnect everywhere, including vehicles. That's, that's Including kind of, vias, which is amazing. Vias, yes, we compute impedance of the vias and, uh, and, and visualize it. Uh, and on my YouTube channel, 
you can see on Symbior YouTube channel. Sorry. Okay. Um, you can see um, all those short videos. Like uh, in one minute, you get a snapshot what of your impedance. But most important, where the impedances are off. Right. So and then you can go back, uh, redesign your stack up, uh, change stack up, or change uh, trace width and so on, uh, and and get your impedance right. Uh, before this, it basically starts not like uh, some uh, interconnects are not even simulatable to start with, and that's all about the vehicles where the yeah. vehicles. Um, like they don't have enough stitching wheels, or stitching wheels right. are not close enough. And the, the very first pass in Symbior is uh, ensure um, reference integrity, uh, which include localization of the wheels. So, at uh, what data rate wheel, for instance, works. And uh, at this point, it uh, shows you that uh, this wheel has to be redesigned. Then impedance goes on top of this, and um, then uh, crosstalk goes uh, on top of this, and and then you proceed with uh, every level of complexity. Uh, you can uh, figure out actual problem, not jumping right into uh, pass fail for a particular right. standard. Uh, if it passes, you don't care, right? But then it fail. If it fails, you 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 start looking closer. You actually and, uh, know where to look. <laughs> where to look. And uh, continue this uh, trend of visual presentation of impedances, of uh, localization breakout of crosstalk. Uh, we actually added uh, in the last, uh, very last uh, release, uh, we put all measurements requested by uh, a customer, like insertion loss, return loss, TDR, eye diagram, uh, we put them directly where they belong, at the at the location of pins. Uh, so it's uh, not uh, even just pass fail, but also which metric fail, and then you can uh, you, you can click and see um, what what failure looks like. Basically, okay. a, a graph of okay, first I a, parameters. So I have uh, a question about that. Doesn't that. feed them. Sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question about that, particularly as it has to do with vias, <clears throat> you mentioned you take different standards. So because I had years in PCB manufacturing, does it take into account the tolerances for, say, plating and things like that? Does it take those things into consideration? Um, um Good question. And um, uh, when uh, when uh, we claim that Symbior is accurate tool, it's just a part of the story. So, uh, uh, like um, uh, unlike other tools, Symbior supports some kind of process that ensures the uh, accuracy. And uh, the very uh, important building blocks are there: are material models first, okay, uh, especially good. conductor roughness. And then manufacturing um, adjustments uh, or oh, um, wow. very important part. So Symbior provides um, first um, um, kind of four supports four different methods for material model identification with separation of losses between dielectric and conductor roughness, which is unique. Uh, wow. And it, it 
can be automated and now um, enterprise customers use it extensively. So all analysis of interconnect, if it has to be accurate, should be based on uh, material identification. So far, uh, material vendors do not provide, um, they provide usable model for dielectrics, but nothing for conductor roughness. And uh, 30 gigabit per second conductor roughness maybe a showstopper. That's for sure. Okay. So, uh, and then uh, you have to simulate things that are manufactured. And boards are not manufactured right. as design, as you pointed out. Yes, that's and what, And Sibir yes. provides very simple interface to do those adjustments just before the analysis. So over Correct. the years, we got to kind of figure it out what uh, was our partners, customers, cutting um, a lot of boards, uh, what, what gets uh, kind of uh, what can go wrong over there and uh, what is different from your original design, and we provided all adjustments that they need. For trace shape, for instance, plating, um, via drill adjustments. Uh, so, uh, so That's amazing to me. Uh, that drilling is amazing. And so that's, um, yeah. To me, and, that's really a unique benefit because often, you know, I used to say because I have involvement with both, you know, complex high-speed digital boards but and RF and microwave, particularly RF and microwave boards, are pretty persnickety <laughs> from the material and, you know, our plating and our drilling and desmear and all those things we do. And often they come back and say, why what I simulated does not match this? And everything we did would be within IPC standards so yeah. unless engineers talk to us and we manually gave them that guidance, but it sounds like you have put those things right into the tool, which is exactly. fantastic. It, it, uh, and you know, in PCB industry, it used to be like this. Uh, here's uh, my board. It should be 50 ohm impedance. Uh, go and manufacture it. Then it evolved to the next stage. Here's my board, 50 ohm, 100 ohm impedance now, differential mostly. And losses should not exceed the such and such value at such and such frequency. Go and manufacture it. Um, and, 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 and PCB manufacturers trying to fit all those requirements. And uh, in the process, they do a lot of things that uh, basically makes uh, um, analysis before you know what actually going to be manufactured pretty right. much useless. So the, all those uh, high sp speed standards, m m metrics, they're pretty tight, especially like Ethernet or EF. They're pretty tight uh, on reflection, on um, crosstalk, and so on. And uh, if you do whatever with uh, just one value of loss or impedance is not uh, sufficient, it uh, can basically ruin the whole thing quite easily. That, yeah, and uh, we cannot do much about it, but. Uh, I mean, at least provide adjustment that uh, you can request what uh, what was the actual right. trace width, for instance, or shape of the trace. Well, Yuri, for years, all I've been doing is saying, talk to your board manufacturer, talk to your board manufacturer, talk, and they don't because <laughs> they're too busy and nobody flies around the country to go visit their, you know, like everybody's too tapped out. And that's all I've been doing, and it just feels futile. But I love that you can get that kind of insight without 
having to get on a plane or spend hours talking to a board manufacturer and trying to get some really talented front end engineer to understand what your performance needs to be and, you know, have that very analog conversation that you've baked that intelligence at a physics level inside of a tool is to me amazing. I'm really impressed. We didn't talk about that before, before this podcast, but I'm really, truly very excited about that aspect of it. What else would you say differentiates Symbior from maybe other simulation tools? You know, well, and maybe you want to talk about sure. some of the things you highlighted on LinkedIn recently. Yeah. You know, it showed a 3D model. and um, But let's go through the list so, of what you think differentiates you. Um, well, we mentioned accuracy and everything that it takes to make analysis accurate. Just claims that uh, your tool is accurate based on electromagnetics. Uh, for me, it just uh, doesn't work. It works for some people, but uh, I always kind of question. They say, well, go ahead, forget about it and uh, about the accuracy. Yeah, but uh, to make sure that our tool is accurate, Symbior, we uh, ran a lot of uh, validation projects, and some of them are off the shelf boards, like from Wild River Technology, where our customer can purchase this board and do uh, their own analysis, their own measurements, and make sure that if they follow the process, they um, achieve uh, correlation be be between the modeling and the um, uh, reality. And um, so this is um, kind of one thing. Uh, another thing is uh, Symbior is completely different because of it. It was built with a foundation form of electromagnetic analysis, uh, multiple uh, methods, uh, multiple kind of um, techniques were used in Symbior, but that was the foundation, unlike in the other tool. Mm. You take any mm -hmm. other tool in the market, and they were built from signal integrity uh, core. And on top of this, they put electromagnetics, and it's like uh, kind of um, airplane engine on a car, and and and, and then that just ruins everything. If you, um, uh, it's, it's naturally built from kind of electromagnetic foundation, and now we start building uh, uh, actually uh, tools usable by anyone. Um, so in um, if you compared with other tools, it's uh, kind of uh, very uh, refreshing uh, for those who tried the other tools. And uh, I communicated uh, recently with uh, some people using the other tools, and they kind of outlined how, how their everyday life uh, looks. It starts with fighting um, with layout guys to make the layout imp importable or make possible import in the tool. And yeah. then uh, on the other end is a kind of horror story of how to run electromagnetic analysis. And uh, that's uh, very unlike uh, in Symbior, it's completely different um, experience. Uh, so so uh, that's why I was mentioning earlier about Eric Bogatin's feedback with the students because they were building physical product. And I know Eric, and you know Eric well enough to know, it's all, for him, it's all about correlation. Is and it? he was seeing the really tight correlation between, you know, what 
he the models he was getting versus the physical product they would test he's like wow this is almost dead on and so i think to me that was a testimony that this isn't just smoke and mirrors like it really is um and i think because of that foundation you laid and and i think a lot of physics baked in so is this a really you know as we go through your um differentiators as a tool you know most people are like i can't afford to simulate you know at any level oh yes this is a very important point um so um um our customers are ranging from kaikat users to uh, allegra board station expedition and so on and everything in between okay um but uh um so far, um, our kind of pricing of Symbior uh, is closer to tools that uh, like Altium. Uh, in in uh, customers of Altium can afford uh, to buy Symbior on top of this, or, or similar to Altium tools. There right, few, or similar. Well, if you uh, say KiCad, that's KiCad that is a kind of uh, kind of free freeware end of right. the spectrum but we have uh, kaikat customers who use symbior yeah. for um i think for you know kind of people final think, checks yes so That's, people have been uh, saying that are using kaikat and love it they think it's like the alt the old altium you know when altium first started they think it's sort of the up and coming because they're doing some pretty neat things there but again if you say you know kaikat to expedition you know that mm-hmm. there's the the gamut of, absolutely different enterprise um, customers tools. on other one side and um they kind of uh, use symbiote to full capability for um, starting from material identification uh, design automation at the end and uh, uh, well, uh post layout analysis automation i would say um at the end for lifecycle management with uh, comparison with the previous kind of iteration of the same board uh that's one end of the spectrum and another end is uh where people care about uh, impedances reflections crosstalk uh, on really kind of simple uh, boards they design so i wish we had kind of uh, licenses uh, less expensive for kaikat customers uh, right now we are in in the range for um, uh, it's uh um one network license with all capabilities uh, included uh, is uh, nine thousand dollars per year so okay so that's block, the uh, top so you're yes, saying that's, that's, a, that's the top, top and, yeah, and it top. goes all the way down to uh the there are a few kind of options for um kind of cost conscious customers three months licenses three months load block licenses are much less expensive and uh, when you have uh, small projects, uh, you don't need uh, all the time uh, and right. you use uh, just for final validation of the board. All those uh, short-term licenses work just uh, very well. Uh, we can, uh, the the uh, kind of uh, the trade-off here is uh, like this: uh, Why the other companies have uh, very expensive electromagnetic tools? Yeah. Uh, the reason is they. Um, have a, a lot of must have a lot of infrastructure around this in some cases server farms that run the electromagnetic oh. analysis an army of application engineers 
On top of this uh, sales, marketing, and so on. Uh, yeah. At Symbirian, we don't have sales, don't have marketing, don't have application engineers, uh, but it still requires some support. That's yes. uh, kind of, as soon as we manage to make it uh, uh, like uh, um, completely kind of not requiring support, then uh, we'll make it much less expensive than for, for every uh, every layout engineer, tool for every uh, layout engineer. Well, that's that's basically a goal. So we figured out instead of growing number of uh, right. uh, building kind of um, company on in a regular way with all those uh, sales and application engineers, uh, we rather have to get back in our development um, and develop it as uh, it uh, kind of. Um, um, doesn't, it doesn't require any... a lot of support then. Exactly. Very short you, learning you... curve. Right. Um, people are amazed what how much. Yeah, they let's can talk about that. Week. Yeah, so okay. So that's <laughs> another thing I hear people complaining about the time um that it takes to learn a tool. So you're saying this is a very short, it's easy to use then. And easy to yes. learn. Uh, okay. Especially last release. That's uh, all about usability. It was um, before this. It was uh, productivity, speed of uh, analysis, and so on. And uh, the last release is um, considering features. We extended uh, simulation accuracy above fifty gigahertz with few features added uh, in there. Um, uh, for more accurate analysis of uh, at those millimeter wave frequencies. And um, on the other end, we uh, implemented this uh, automatic compliance uh, verification, which is really kind of important item. Uh, but overall, we um, uh, made it all types of analysis I mentioned here, uh, including electromagnetic analysis, one push button analysis. Essentially, mm. in um, most of the cases, do not uh, require any kind of additional uh settings and um that that uh, that uh, the biggest achievement uh, we, we've got so far that's amazing so so the last thing i wanted to talk to you about um before i have to let you go i know you're a busy guy and we both have to go but i wanted to hear more you had talked about how customers can use symbior like a library to create custom applications can you um, talk a little bit about yes, that. Yes, um, uh, uh, one of the advantages of Symbior is uh, kind of um, it can be extended. Uh, all the um, whatever is missing in our GUI, uh, and um, you can uh, take Symbior uh, version called Symbior SDK, Software Development Kit, oh, which okay. is interface yeah. to all uh, servers and tools and use to build it, uh, your own tools on top of this. So our enterprise customers, for instance, they um, building their own um, material identification tools. Mm. Uh, on, uh, they are building it in, uh, into the machine learning um, applications, mm. into um, uh, kind of where um, you, you need, uh, that, that's for pre-layout 
kind of analysis where you need to uh, establish ranges where your system will work. Uh, that uh, Symbior um, kind of provides very easy way and um, unlike other um, tools on the market where they, they require application engineers and in case of Symbior everything is done very simple uh, and in the last release we even simplified further using uh, JSON format for data transfer between uh, mm -hmm. those third-party tools uh, in companies or um, Symbior was used also you know at, um, Altium Stack Up Manager uh, to build a, a Stack Up Manager uh, in there. Um, that's one of the kind of area where Symbior uh, has uh, advantages, extendability or uh, kind of scalability, I would say. I don't know. So, Well, this has been a fantastic update, Yuri, and I'm so thankful that you came to share everything that's going on. Um, for our audience, you mentioned your YouTube channel and certainly the Symbior website. Where yeah, else Symbian, can our listeners double, double, go learn? Symbian.com and uh, YouTube uh, Symbior channel and also Symbian and myself on LinkedIn. I, I regularly, okay. like once or twice a month, uh, post some updates or short demonstration of um, uh, Symbior, there's they're going to be one tomorrow, uh, but uh, on, on um, DDR analysis of DDR. So uh, mm. in, in case of, uh, th there are a lot of uh, demos on serial interconnects where basically uh, all you need is just Symbior and possibly MATLAB to um, answer a question, uh, pass, fail. But uh, in DDR, um, that's a different story, but Symbior is usable, very usable for uh, DR link, and I'll post some demo on YouTube as well, uh, how to um, adjust delays or evaluate delays or build spice models of uh, complete DDR cluster with Symbior with the last version with one click of a button. That's uh, amazing, even to me, <laughs> what, uh, well, what it can do. I'm so glad you did that post on LinkedIn because it was very visually pleasing and people commenting that link just blew up because, you know, people like me haven't um, been paying close attention, but having that, that visually was really impactful. So keep posting on LinkedIn. Okay. Well, Gary, thank you again for joining us. And I hope as you continue down the road with um, Symbioro, you'll come back and keep us up to date on everything you continue to develop. Thank you, Julia. Thank you for inviting me and letting me talk about uh, my favorite thing, Symbior. <laughs> well, to our audience, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation between me and Yuri Slepnev of Symbarian. I will put all those links for you below in the show notes. Please go check them out and definitely connect on, on LinkedIn and on their company page and also with Yuri. And I'll put those links below for you. Thanks so much for joining. We'll see you next week. Until then, remember to always stay connected to the ecosystem. Oh, 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 oh,